Welcome to The Edge, recipe for business success with Paul Duncan. If you want to know the recipe for success in your business, you have come to the right place. This podcast is for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to learn how to grow and market your business in a way that gives you a competitive edge. Inside each episode, Paul shares his secret sauce where you will learn new strategies, insights and ideas to grow and build a profitable business using the right ingredients and the correct method. So, let's get cooking. Okay. Hi guys, it's Paul Duncan here and welcome to another session of uh, free group coaching on a Monday. Um, I'm doing these sessions because of the coronavirus and uh, the COVID-19 challenges that we're having at the moment, so trying to give back to the community as much as possible. Uh, It's all around about uh, lead generation, um, conversions, but more than anything, just to sort of get you through this this challenging time. Uh, So if you've got any questions or anything, uh, feel free to uh, ask me at the end of the presentation. I just want to try and get this through. I'm very conscious of the the time. Uh, So we've got about uh, six, uh, what's that, about 30, 36 people on the call today. uh, mostly local, but a few people interstate and a couple from overseas. So um, thanks for the guys from uh, Manchester that's in. It's about the middle of the night over there. So I appreciate you staying up and, um, you know, muting yourself. But uh, yeah, look, welcome to this. So let me just um, share my screen and we will get a rolling. Uh, let me just... Uh Okay, so this is about, um, I'll just uh, do a sound check. Uh, let's, uh, let's just unmute. Uh, Mike, can you see my screen at the moment? Yep, all yep. good. Okay, good. So that's the three must-haves for the business success. Great. Okay, so um, what we've got is, um, this is my must-haves for business success to get you through the coronavirus. So... I want to just welcome, as I said before, welcome all the people today that uh, haven't joined me before. Um, I've got a couple of clients on board as well, so welcome to them. But um, more than anything, first of all, is that um, I've got a, um, a little bit of uh, um, help with the business station at the moment and the, um, the city of Gosnells, right, that's uh, got some funding from the state government to help out small businesses in this area. So I just want to mention now that I'm doing uh, free uh, business advisory sessions for you guys. Um, It's one to two hours. So I suggest you, um, if you're struggling out there or if you need some help or uh, you want some advice, feel free to uh, book a call with me. and um, we can we can discuss a couple of the challenges you're having and I can point you in the right direction. So the uh, the links are there to, to book a call with me, um, but there's also, um, I will, um, this is recorded as well, so with the recordings, I'll put the links in there as well, so if you do miss it, then uh, it will be with the recordings as well. So, starting off with a couple of facts for small businesses, around 80% of non, non-employment business for 2019, or 18 million business owners reported less than $50,000 in turnover. Now, that was across all industries. Now, this comes from the Bureau of Stats here in Australia. So this is actually across Australia. Um, it changes in the United States and uh, through the uh, UK and whatever. But it gives you an indicative um, sort of indication of uh, facts around small businesses. So here in Australia, there's about 12 million small businesses. Um, there are approximately five and a half or five, 5,400 
23,000 new businesses get started each month, right, that was happening in 2019. Now, the stats don't come out until the middle of the year, so it'll be interesting to see what's happened in the last pretty much six months of new businesses that open, because there's no businesses even operating at the moment, but uh, new businesses. But this gives you an indicative um, overview of what's happening in the market. Okay. The non-employers had an average revenue of $44,000. So if you weren't in business and you were just a, you know, an employer, employee or whatever, you got a, um, a revenue of about $44,000. Right? Um, over 50% of the working population, that's 120 million individuals, work in small businesses. Now, what they class as a small business is um, up to $1 million turnover. So, you know, I mean, we, we're talking um, a small business. If you know, you're earning, um, I've spoken to a few people that are earning $250,000, $300,000 a year. You still class as a small business. So it's up to pretty much $1 million in turnover. Now, small businesses have generated a 65% of the net new jobs since 1995, which means that there's always been a growth in um, small business employing people, keeping people employed. That's why I struggle with the, um, the government now that they're not looking at, well, they are starting to look at small businesses, but they were looking at large businesses for a long period of time so this challenge came into, into effect. So, you know, I think uh, small businesses is the cornerstone of, of the... Um, of the growth of um, Australia in an essence. Um, this is a, um, an interesting one. Less than 3% of the businesses make more than $100,000. Okay, so, you know, I mean, that's, um, that's net profit. So that's not um, uh, uh, revenue or turnover. That's actually net profit. So, um, you know, if you're not making $100,000 in your business, then you're, you should be looking at getting another job or doing something with your business. So, um, you know, it's you know, a lot of my clients are earning, um, you know, they've doubled, tripled, and uh, they're, they're pretty much their earning capacity in the business over a 12-month to an 18-month period. So there is some strategies that you can go ahead and, and do. Um, now, this one here, 96%, you've probably heard that, you know, 80 to 90% of businesses fail within the first five years. Well, it's actually gone up to 96% in 2019. So a lot of businesses are failing, okay, and that's just because of um, a few factors. It's, you know, um, I had another presentation a couple of weeks ago about why businesses fail. And uh, one of the things is not having a marketing strategy in place, not understanding the business properly, not getting the right help and a few of those things. So if you, if you want to see that presentation, flick me an email and I'll flick you that and uh, you'll understand why, why so many of these businesses fail. So if we look at uh, this law, the 80-20 uh, rule, which you've probably heard of before, I take it into a business context, which is um, I say that 80% of your sales comes from 20% of your clients or 20% um, pretty much of your customers will produce 80% of your revenue. Okay. But what I see is that a lot of people are spending, you know, that 80% of their time, right, on the, um, on the people that aren't producing the, the revenue for their business. So if you think of what would happen if you increase that 20%, so, I mean, that 20% of the customers producing 80% of your, your revenue, okay, what would happen? Right, so you know, I mean, um, you'd get a, a massive intake in, in revenue if you looked at the 20% that's generating the 80% of your revenue. So when we look at the, um, your brain in a, um, in a context, there's three major states that your brain is in at any 
happen time. Now, why am I going through this? It's, it's all about getting a mindset set well for producing um, business success. So I always start off with the mindset in my presentation. So if you're wondering why I'm going through all this at this stage, right, if you haven't followed me or you don't know me, it's all around about mindset, getting you in the right state of mind. So I've done a lot of... Um, uh, study around how the brain works, done a lot of NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, right? And I've come down to find out how the business works and how it can help you um, unconsciously build your business. So there's three major states for your business. There's, uh, there's downtime, uptown, and uh, uptime, and reticular activated system. So your downtime is um, like a hypnotic state, and it's in just like an autopilot. So that's when you, you know, I mean, it's the, your subconscious side of it. Your uptime Time is when you're alertness, you're engaged, you might be busy at work, you're doing all that. So your downtime might be uh, um, away from work, your uptime might be at, when you're at work, right? It's different for everybody. But what I want to talk about is the third one, which is the reticular activated system, which is a 24-7 um, state of your mind, right? And once it's... Um, you know, once your brain is activated and moving, it wants to be engaged. So it's really your uh, uh, your subconscious mind searching for facts, hot buttons. Um, it's asking its questions. Is this important to me? Right? Is it a, a hot button issue for me? All these things is your reticulated activated system is asking itself. How I look at the um, RAS is it's the compass for your brain. Okay, it's like a compass of where you're actually pointing your, um, your subconscious mind at any particular time. Now, why am I saying this is because when you understand how your brain works and more importantly, your reticular activated system, right, you'll be able to point it into the things that you want to achieve. So your goals, your visions, your missions for your business. Okay. So, you know, I mean, and what happens is, is that your, your um, subconscious mind or your brain starts finding all those things that you want to achieve, um, you know, and your goals and your visions and everything like that. So. What's the purpose of marketing? Well, my, um, my definition is to facilitate the uh, prospect's decision-making process. So it helps prospects determine who offers the most value, okay? So let me share my recipe for success, okay? I work with a four-part system, which is interrupt, engage, educate, and offer. So it helps you say it well by forcing you to enter the conversation going on in your prospect's uh, mind, right? The critical conversation revolves around two things, right? It's around the interrupt and the engage. So the interrupt is really the problem they have that they don't want and the engage is the result they want that they don't have. Okay, so if you look at those two um, aspects of what people are looking at in, in a buying decision, okay, when you do your marketing, you need to interrupt them, which is, right, what's the problem they have that they don't want, okay, and when you're trying to engage them, it's the result they want that they don't have. So the first, as I say, is the interrupt. So, you know, it's about getting the attention of your prospects. Okay, the, um, the interrupt is like a headline in your, um, if you're doing a print advertising, or it might be the first thing you say in your marketing or radio or TV, or it might be your elevator pitch in a networking event. It's that interrupt. How are you going to interrupt the prospect's mind to get their attention? And as I said before, it's about the problem they have that they don't want. So think about that. 
okay? The second is the engaged. It gives the reader the promise that information is forthcoming. So when you interrupt them, right, and you start engaging them, they know that the information is then gonna come through and you're starting to engage them. So pretty much in a print ad, this is the job of a subheadline compared to a headline when you're trying to interrupt them. Now I'll get into this in a little bit more detail when we talk about landing pages and websites, but uh, I just wanna go through this so you get an understanding of the, the four parts. So the third part is educate. Now this is about giving information that allows your prospect to logically understand how and why you solve the problem they're facing, which means that they have a problem, right? You're then going to educate them on how you're going to fix that problem or give them a solution to that problem that they've got. Right. Remember, they don't want that problem. They just want a solution to the problem. So, you know, in a printed ad or if you're doing a Facebook ad, this is pretty much the body copy of your ad, right? Is where you, you're educating them. Okay. Now, what I see is a lot of people when they look at educate, they educate them about what um, about the um, the platitudes in their business. So things like I've been in business thirty five years. I use quality products. I I'm Australian owned. All those platitudes around it. Right. That's how they're trying to educate their customers. It's not what customers or your prospects want to hear. They want to know the solution. They don't care that you've been in business for 30 years. If you've got a solution to their problem, you've actually um, got them on board or you, you, you're starting to educate them and you've engaged them. The fourth and uh, what I think is the most important is the offer. Okay. Now, um, I'm not talking about a... Um, a financial offer or an incentive offer. I'm talking about an informational offer, okay? So um, when people look at offering um, as part of their marketing strategy, they're offering, five, you know, buy, buy now and get 20% off or, you know, buy five and get the six one free if you're in a, in a retail store. What I'm talking about is information because that's what we want at the moment. So you need to offer them a low risk way to take the next step into your sales process. So we all need a sales process. We would take that people through the through a journey, what I call the buyer's journey, which I'll explain a little bit uh, a little bit later. But um, you know what you need to do is you need to offer them some sort of marketing tool, you know, a report, a white page, um, a brochure, a seminar, something that's going to give them some information right, about what you do, how you're going to help them, how you're going to solve the problem that they've got, okay, um, you know, your offer, right, will allow your prospects to feel in control rather than you're controlling them, so, you know, um, it'll help them in their final decision to call you or really buy from you, it just takes them through that sales process a little bit easier, so interrupt, engage, educate and offer, right, in my words, it it, uh, it equals market domination. It sets yourself apart from everybody else. I don't see anybody doing this um, in the market at the moment following these four steps. So what I do see is that most marketing and marketing companies and most businesses, they only do two of these components. They interrupt by throwing something familiar at you or unusual um, at you. So, you know, I mean, a lot of the, the, the marketing out there is they, they, um, uh, they promote usual stuff or things that are going to resonate with you, something that's familiar, just to grab your attention or to really interrupt you, right? Okay, then they, uh, they go straight into an offer and it's normally an incentive offer. So, you know, buy now, 20% off, right? They leave out the engage and the educate, which to me is where I see the magic happens. So if we talk, if we look at the buyer's journey, 
Okay. Um, you know, we, if you followed me before, I've seen some of my um, my posts before. I talk about the buyer's journey in um, that we're we're all um, we're all buyers for everything in the market, okay? But we're future buyers for that, okay? Right. So about ninety percent of uh, ninety five or ninety five percent, right? We're after information. Right to uh, to get into the one percent where we become now buyers. So about 95, 97 percent of of us are future buyers of everything out there. Okay, there's only one to three percent that are actually now buyers that want that right now. So it's the impulsive buyers. So the um, you know the Friday night when we want our uh, um, fast food, we're looking at the um, the the fast food dominoes and the um, all the the outlets, especially now with with Uber Eats and all that, right? Um, we go right through the whole week, maybe cooking at home, but on a Friday or the weekend, we're looking. We we go from a, a future buyer into a now buyer, right? Where we really want that now. But um, you know, when we the ninety five or ninety seven percent of people on an ongoing basis are looking for information. That's why the offer needs to be in an um, an informational offer. So you know what the some of the things that they're they're thinking about is why should I buy, right? The product and service. Why shouldn't I buy that product and service, right? But when they actually jump into a now buy, they're asking themselves, who should I buy from? Is it from you or is it by, from your competitors? Okay, so they're the questions that uh, people are going through when they're going through this pretty much buyer's journey process. Now, if you've um, followed me for a little while, you know that I, um, I concentrate on strategic marketing rather than tactical marketing. So I'll just explain both of those and the difference between the two as, as it relates to the buyer's journey. So tactical marketing is where a lot of people uh, market their business. They're trying to take the future buyers, right, to now buyers very, very quickly. So they're taking them from A to Z as quick as possible. So they really try to jump their prospect or their, um, the people that they're talking to, right, from point A to point Z as quick as possible. But you've got to remember, these are all now buyers. Uh, sorry, they're future buyers. They're not now buyers. So they're looking for information. They're not looking for the, um, the, 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 the now sort of marketing, okay? So yes, it, only, it sometimes works with emergency situations or impulse purchases, like I said before. So like Domino's Pizzas, the whole lot, right? We um, you know, market that out there. We can go from uh, a future buyer to a now buyer very, very quickly when we see a Domino's out on TV, right? And we just don't feel like cooking. So, I mean, there is situations where we will hit that very, very quickly. But tactical marketing, this takes a long, a long time right, in essence, but a lot of businesses are trying to, to, to speed up that process. When we took a look at strategic marketing, right, um, we, we're concentrating on the, the future buyers more than the now buyers. Okay, so the future buyers, what we try to do is we try and take them from A to B, B to C, C to D, and so on. So, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a slower process, Okay, but you get a lot more results because what happens is that you're in um, face of mind to the people that when they jump from a future buyer into a now buyer, <coughs> excuse me, they um, they they remember you. 
okay, and they're not searching for anybody else, they're automatically doing, um, ringing you up or contacting you. So this is where a drip campaign comes in very, very effective. When you do have a database, you contact that database with a drip campaign on a, a consistent basis and, uh, you know, you're, um, you're talking to them on a consistent basis so when they do make that transition from a future buyer to a now buyer, they're thinking of you. Now, 99% of all prospective buyers reach a buying decision this way, right? So they're getting, gathering information as much as possible to make that decision to buy, okay? So, you know, I mean, I've, um, I'm looking at, um, at renovating my house at the moment, right? I probably won't get it renovated until later on in the year. But what I'm doing now is because I've got the time, I'm getting as much information as possible. So I'm going out there gathering as much information that, um, that I can get to make that decision a little bit easier. So when we talk about a market dominating position, Okay, this is one of the, the three must-haves, all right, to get you through this crisis at the moment and really to excel when you push through. So um, when we talk about market-dominating position, your first step is to determine your strategic position in the market. So where you actually um, are, are positioned in, in, in your particular market. So, you know, what specific niche or market or segments of your marketplace should your business be focusing on? Not what you are focusing on, but what should you be focusing on? And there is a difference, okay? So you need to determine, um, you know, your skills in your business, right? The needs of your prospects, right? And then design your product and services around that. Because it's no good having a product and service that nobody wants, right? It might be a fantastic product. It might be a fantastic service. But if nobody wants it, you're not going to sell it, okay? So you need to start determining your strategic position in the marketplace. Secondly, you need to determine your primary market position. So what's your, um, you know, what's your advantages in that, in that market? What um, separates you from your competition? What's your uniqueness? What's your, um, your competitive edge, what I call it? You know what I mean? Because that's your secondary market dominating position. So your, your, mark, your first marketing position will be um, how you set yourself um, up as your business, which is... Um, sort of delivering the needs of what your prospects and your clients really want, right? But your second primary market dominating position is what separates you from your competition. So there's two different um, positions that you need to be looking at. So an example is there is Domino's claim to deliver its pizzas in 30 minutes or less, or they would give it to you for free. Right now, this was a primary advantage that met the needs of the newly defined market position. Right, um, you know the hungry, hungry kids out there that wanted fast food. Right, so you know, I mean, the the college students that you know are sitting in their dorm rooms wanted something very, very quickly. This was the um, a different marketing position that Domino's picked up. Right, which excelled their business to a whole new level got a whole new different market target marketing in place as well because prior to that it was the you know the families that wanted that that pizza to, um, you know um, pick up pizzas for their family dinner but this is a whole different market that they developed just by looking at what's their primary uh, market dominating position so step three is determine your supporting business model so what do I mean by that is well you know I mean what um, how will you specifically deliver your position 
right? Uh, your strategic position in your market dominating position um, and what you're promising out to the market. How are you going to deliver that? I mean, what does your business model look like? So, I mean, um, you need to have a, um, a business model because then when the environment changes, you can change your, your business model to adapt to that. So, I mean, as a um, user dominoes as another example, right? They built low cost, you know, just ordinary vanilla stores that were located locally right and they hired additional delivery staff and drivers on standby basis okay so when they did get busy right they had that little bit of the the, the uh, business model for them was that they had those people that they call, could call in which you know at, at at any stage, if they had a lot of deliveries to do, that wouldn't affect their business and their delivery status because, you know, they wanted to deliver them in 30, 30 minutes or less. So they needed to have that little bit of a, um, a backup. So, I mean, you've got to look at that uh, business model supporting your business in every way. Okay, but you know, I mean, you start off with, I mean, how, what and how you're delivering that product and services out to the market, right? What you know, supporting materials, what supporting stuff do you need to, to have in your business to do that if there is some changes in the environment. Okay, step four is to determine your secondary market dominating position. So, I mean, as I said before, what's your competitive advantage? I mean, what's your uniqueness? You know, um, what what stands you out? What makes you an orange in a basket of, of apples out there? So, I mean, um, the dominoes, right, their secondary benefits was, you know, um, putting a different, uh, broader um, venue base in place. So more toppings, special pricing, assorted sizes. So they had a little bit of a, um, a different um, offering to their, to their their customers and their clients rather than just the standard model that went through. Now, as time went on, that's increased. They've uh, increased their menu mix as well to different to different things from, you know, garlic breads and other things that they um, they offer on their, their menu. But, you know, I mean, you've got to keep up with what's happening out there. Now, this all... Um, uh, stimulates into your market dominating position and how you're actually out there. So, I mean, now we're going through this um, this pretty much uh, challenge at the moment. It's the prime time to look at how you're fitting into the market. So, step five is, you know, I mean, you need to create your your uh, statement or your position, right? And um, you do that by going through those one to four steps that we've just been through. Right, and putting it into a, um, a mission statement, a vision, a um, you know, an, an elevator pitch, right? What you say, right, and that ex explanation of your business. So when somebody says to you, "What do you do?" right, then you can start rolling off some um, elevator pitches and some things that that really resonate with people that that they can um, they they know about your business. Okay, so, you know, I mean, an expanded version, as said here, is Domino's provides busy customers with fresh, hot pizza and other food items within 30 minutes or less. So they've condensed it into a sentence that they can put into their marketing, they can put into their elevator pitch when they're out there, um, uh, their, their print ads, their television ads. This is what you need to do. You need to have your whole business in pretty much one simple sentence that's really, really easy to read and, and easy, to, easy to deliver.
you know their other one is our assorted pizza offerings combined with our value pricing makes Domino's affordable to everyone so there's some key words in there you know assorted Peter's uh, pizza offerings value pricing out of and affordable to everybody so it's attracting different people but it's also attracting their target market so the, the second part of uh, the must-haves is your business card strategy okay now I see a lot of business cards out there and they're all about information so you'll have your uh, your name on there your business your contact details and pretty much that's about it right how I look at your business card is your business card is like a flyer it's a promotion it's a marketing for your business right now um, if you think about how many business cards you've received in your lifetime and how many you've got right now Right, and how many you look at on a day-to-day -day basis is probably going to be very, very small. Okay, it's because there's no added value on your business card. So you need to have something that's going to have on there that's going to um, entice people or interrupt people to take the next step. Okay, it's like a flyer, it's like a brochure, it's like your website, it's like all your marketing material. You need to look at your business card as a marketing material, which I see a, um, a lot of people not taking that advantage. They're giving their business card out, but it's just got their name, their address, and you know maybe a bit of contact details on there, and then that's it. So look at your business card strategy as one of your strategies going forward to use it as a market um, opportunity um, more than anything. Okay, but. You know, the third one is landing pages or website, right? Now, this is the one that I want to concentrate a little bit about because what we've spoken about um, in the marketing equation and the marketing dominating position, it comes through in your marketing, right? And it's normally around websites or landing pages because every business owner I talk to has got a landing page or a website. All right. Not every business um, owner I speak to uh, promote um, on print or on TV or go to networking events or you know has JV partners or all those other marketing mediums. Right. But what they all have is a website. So that's why I've put a website um, landing pages in here, and I want to try to incorporate what we've spoken about in the last pretty much twenty minutes right, into this. So this is my um, my my website for my marketing okay but I want to try and give you an exam some examples so the first example I, uh, I brought up is pretty much a typical website okay where you'll have uh, your logo up the top a nice little picture um, you'll have some tabs on it um, you'll have pretty much a um, a headline with some um, offerings on it or what you do right there's a call of action on there there might be a video but you know, I mean most of the websites out there follow this this procedure why they don't work is because they're not hitting that for um, for marketing equations which is interrupt engage educate and offer okay so I'm going to go through that now in this this case um, this this guy John Smith he's a, um, a psychologist child psychologist okay um, very very busy got a lot of um, spent a lot of money on SEO to get his um, get people to his to his website okay but he wasn't converting right this video here was a, a little bit about um, educating of um, of him being in business for 30 years he's very experienced he will look after you the whole lot all those platitude things he's put in a video here no conversions okay so if we take all that into into uh, consideration what we've spoken about 
okay this is how we've actually changed the the website and we went from less than two percent conversions to over 44 percent conversions in a matter of a week okay took us a week to change this um, this website okay so you know I mean within a week it automatically um, jumped up by 40 40 percent in conversions straight to it so I'll explain it a little bit more right um, here right um, he's got all his services down here okay so if we um, suddenly take an example of um, an a AHD kid okay where he does help people with um, you know behavioral problems and uh, you know emotionally disturbed children and all that but you know, I mean these kids are very highly active they're um, they they need a hundred percent um, sort of um, being you um, being around all the time that attention is there you've got to give them attention a hundred percent of the time this is who he helps the most so we took that right and made a little bit of a, um, a landing page out of it okay so for the interrupt it was are you sick and tired of yelling screaming and belligerent attitude of your child okay so that's going to interrupt people rather than this website okay the engage then comes in and it says now you can discover the secrets to controlling your child and instantly restore peace and quiet in your home you're actually starting to engage them so the problem they had you've actually addressed okay right and you've given them the solution now you can discover you yeah, that's the solution so then they go into the next one which is the educate which is in here right so the video is slightly changed about um, you know he tells him himself gives a little bit of uh, background with him there's some um, written script down here as well for the people that don't want to watch videos they're very um, sort of um, visual rather than uh, auditory so there's both there's it, it adapts both but the video actually goes through and then says you know if you want to learn the secrets to to gain and maintain the control of your child in 60 seconds put your details in right here and within 60 seconds they get an email with the um, uh, with the secrets to controlling the child in less than 60 seconds so it's an instant sort of gratification there the other thing too is that it's visual when people look at um, your marketing material right up here it's you know it's a nice little happy family it's not resonating with people these people are out you know the the um, the the parents are at their at their wits end they're sick and tired of their their screaming kids so put an image up there that's going to resonate with people to to, to say that's that's me you know what I mean how can this person help me well you know that's me he, he can help me as a as a target market so I mean look at those sort of things so the call of action is still there straight away right but it's actually getting more of that interaction when people come to your websites so other ones right when we look at it 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 looks at uh, you know your market dominating position right their market dominating position is to help people um, or help um, those um, you know those kids or the parents of the kids that are struggling out there okay how do they set themselves what's their marketing position well they've got you know they've got the the secrets to controlling that you know what's their target customer profile well they know their target customer profile they know who they're talking to who they're trying to attract right you know what's the decision-making process well you know it's not going to be a long time if people are searching 
right, for instant gratification because they've got a kid in their back room screaming their heads off and they need help right now. What's their decision-making process? They want to make that decision right now. They need help right now. But it could be different for your business. Okay, so you've got to look at, you know, what's their decision-making process and put that in there. Is it a uh, an impulse buy? Is it a long-term buy that you've got to, you know, build a relationship up with them when they, you know, you, you take them through your... Um, your sales process. I mean, what's the compelling message, right? You know, I mean, what's the sales process, as I said before, you know, and are you looking at the strategic marketing side rather than the tactical marketing? So as I said before, the strategic side is is more about how you say it rather than, you know, where you put the, the ad or the marketing stuff. So, I mean, how you say it and what you say is more important than just having a website up there. So other ones that, uh, other examples, this is a, a, a lawn, um, a lawn landscaper or a landscaper. Okay, this was his website, um, not compelling, doesn't follow the four um, steps, you know, where's the interrupt, the engage, the educate and the offer, right? It doesn't even um, sort of interrupt you. Okay, all it's saying is this is what we do and the call of action is request an estimate or, you know, um, or call now. Right. So there's no pretty much, um, you know, in, um, uh, sort of um, interrupt to even get to that engage to that um, educate and offer. So, you know, it just falls up. So when we change it, we put a little bit of video up there, which is going to um, sort of entice people to take some action. It's going to interrupt them, right? How to increase your value of your home by 30,000 to 45,000 in a few weeks. Well, it's all about your landscaping, how you, you, your, um, your garden looks can add value to it. So that's what he's doing for. So, I mean, the video then takes it through, put your, um, you know, your contact before and you will send you out a, a free guide, you know, landscaping ideas guide. Remember the informational offer rather than uh, um, incentive offer. Okay, so I mean, this these all things get the conversions out there. So if you've got a website that's not converting at the moment, right, these are the ideas that you need to be putting in place. Another one, right, a dental. Okay, now this is a, um, a dental business that uh, specializes in emergencies. So if you've got a bad toothache, if you've got an emergency, right, they want you to take action. They want you to call up straight away. Look at the, the, the photo, nice little happy photo. It's not gonna resonate with people that have got a toothache or um, you know, they've got a, a cracked tooth or they've just you know, been on the football field and they've had their, their, their front teeth knocked down, they come and they search for somebody, this is not gonna resonate with them, okay? So just changing a photo on there, I've, we didn't change anything else, right? Double their conversion, right, in um, straight away, within pretty much, I think it was a, an hour or two hours from changing that, we already started getting some conversions to it. So these things happen very, very quickly. Okay, so don't underestimate the, the impact of putting this in place straight away because it will change what you do. Now, um, I just want to explain my um, pretty much dashboard and what's in the back, right? All these things that I talk about today um, comes in from a, um, an, e, um, an online e-learning system that I've got. We've added some more, more uh, things to it at, um, in the last pretty much couple of uh, weeks to a month now where uh, we've had a bit of, bit of time to look at it because of what's happening with the challenges. So um, there's a lot of things on the dashboard that explain this a little bit more. 
okay? What I'm doing is I'm actually giving that away for 30 days for the people that are, um, that are on this call. So if you, if you want to get a 30-day access to this, please let me know. I'll send you out the link and you can have, um, you can have a look around for 30 days, get some ideas. Um, it's broken down into um, the visual and the auditory side of it as well. So there's videos on there which actually link into a workbook um, for all the sessions as well. Okay, and it'll take you through a process. So there's a couple of uh, links um, of um, uh, things that can help you at the moment. Okay, so I mean, there's a guided tour there which will help you around the um, the, the website or my website and a few other things. Right, there's um, um, a wrong video which um, I've uh, we've developed around um, what people in business right what they're doing wrong in their marketing, right, and what they should be doing. So there's a video around there. But uh, this I'll send you out with the, um, uh, uh, with the recording of this video as well, okay, all this stuff. So pretty much recap what we've spoken about today, right, the four-part series or the four-part marketing equation, right, firstly, we need to interrupt them. So you need to get their attention. So whether you market out there um, in printed ads or you do brochures, you do flyers, you do business cards, you do your website, if that's your main marketing medium is your website and you want to get to conversions, think about how you're interrupting them, right? Are you addressing that problem that they've got that they don't want? If the answer is no, right, well, then you need to change that. Now, I will um, also give you a link to um, uh, what I call a marketing equation, which I'll explain in a minute, which then you can evaluate your marketing right, against the four criterias. So secondly, it's the engage, right? Um, what's the promise of that information that you're giving that's uh, going to give them the solution to the problem that they've got, okay? So if you're not addressing that, if you haven't got a solution, right, and you've addressed the, the problem they've got, then you're, um, what, you know, you're not resonate with them because they want a solution, right? They know that they've got a problem. They know that you can help. What's the, what's the solution? You know what I mean? That's the engage to it, right? Thirdly, it's the educate. As I said before, it needs to be an informational um, education, right? So, you know, educate them about, you know, um, how you're going to help them um, or educate them on the solution, the steps, the processes of the solution that you're going to help them with, right? It's that information. It could be the, um, the work you send out as part of the offer it could be you know I mean an email um, you know it could just be the video you you kick them over to a video that explains the processes on how you help people and how you help solve the problem they've got and the fourth is the offer right which is the brochure the the, the seminar you know you push them to a seminar that's going to help them right with a call of action at the end and um, it could be a, a white pages it could be a checklist um, it could just be a a, an ebook, right? That you've you've developed, but it's something that that's um, going to get them to to, um, to to go to the next level through your through your sales process. So the three habs for for pretty much um, getting you through this, and more than anything, getting leads because that's what we want. We're getting we want more leads, right? Um, is you know, your market dominating position, how you how you fit it in that position, right? Um, you know, what's your uniqueness? If, you, if you're not um, unique or if you're not differentiation against your competitors, all you're doing is you're competing on price, 
okay and we don't want to be competing on price so if you're in a price conscious market or if you think you're in a price conscious market and you're constantly competing on price then really concentrate on your market dominating position okay business cards think about how your business how you're using your business card is it just an informational business card or is there some marketing promotion within that for people to take action and hang on to your card right and the last one is your landing page or your website right is that converting right have you changed it have you looked at it right you know if you've got a website that's been out there for a long period of time right and you've got you know eight to twelve services on there break them down and have 12 or 13 14 different landing pages which is going to address each service for that each particular target market so as I said before, I've got um, free coaching or free advisory sessions um, happening um, until the funding runs out, which I believe should be around about September, October this year. So um, it's uh, it's just designed to help people within this crisis and challenges right now, giving them a bit of time, a bit of uh, space to talk about their challenges and get get them put in the right direction. Uh, fully uh, state funded, so um, they're actually free to you. Um, you can have one each month. Um, uh, free of charge um, they are about you not me so you come with the agenda and I'll uh, I'll help you put in the right direction I had one uh, I had this morning and uh, the person all just wanted about the legal legal side of it so um, the first thing I did was I put them on to um, another legal advisor that we've got through the um, small business development corporation okay um, and she's gonna book a, um, a call with him so uh, we don't uh, we only sort of concentrate on the things that we do and uh, we direct the people that um, we can't help or we don't have that expertise to the right people that can help them. So I suggest that uh, if you're actually having some challenges or frustrations out there or you just need to talk to somebody about um, getting some tools and resources or what you should be doing now or even if you're um, worried about what's going to happen when we do start opening, which is starting to happen now, we're, uh, the government's starting to... Um, to lower the the risks and the restrictions and all that out there so uh, we're on the right track people are getting a little bit worried about how they're going to transition from where they are right now or where they've been in the last month or so into um, into the new wave of uh, getting people on board so I mean you've got a market you've got to promote um, the other thing too is that uh, it's the best time to promote now is when people are at home so if you've stopped marketing stopped um, putting money into promoting your business right you're um, you're missing a massive opportunity right you should be scaling up your marketing right now and you should have done for the last pretty much two months um, I've doubled my marketing expenditure um, in the last pretty much 90 days and I'll, I'll continue to do that for the next 90 days just to get that um, I've doubled my client base in the last month um, mainly because people are searching for uh, for what I do and I can guarantee they're searching for what you do as well so a um, little bit of a question time um, anybody got any questions or anything uh, let me just have a look at the, the chat uh, chat box okay. Okay. let's have a look um, okay all right so I've got one from uh, Robert okay so Robert's asking um, how does he book a call so I'll just uh, what I'll do is I'll put this in the um, uh, 
Okay, so I'm going to put the, uh, the link in the chat box for everyone to, to see. Okay, so you can actually go there. That's the landing page um, in the chat box right now. Um, if you click on that, um, you can um, have a look at the landing page, get a bit of information and then book book my um, uh, a space in there. Um, I'll also uh, add the links to the recorded session um, in the archives as well if you want to do it. So um, let me go through a couple more questions. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. All right. So, yeah. So Ronnie's asking um, if um, the the four step the equation, right? How do you do you get the? Uh, okay. So what she's asking is is that it does it apply to all marketing materials? Okay. Um, and the answer is yes. Okay. So any marketing or promotion you go out there, right? You should look at the four things are you interrupting so I mean if you're um, doing a television ad compared to a print ad it's exactly the same right if you're in a uh, networking event for instance if you go to networking events it's your elevator pitch is your elevator pitch um, you know interrupting the people that you're speaking to right are they engaging them educating them and have you got that call of action that offer at the end okay it should be in the elevator pitch right it should be in your presentations as well if you do some um, uh, some workshops or some um, webinars or anything like that. Look at, um, you know, are you interrupting the, these people as far as the webinar is concerned, right? Are you addressing the problem that they've got? So, you know, yes, the, the, the question is yes, it applies to every marketing that you do. So when people do a webinar or a seminar or a workshop or whatever, it's still a marketing um, challenge um, for, for everybody to get that across. Okay, so we give heaps of information out there now in different ways. So, I mean, a lot of people um, are doing a lot of workshops online now, a lot of uh, webinars online now to get that information across, okay, to help people as best as possible. So look at those four, four ways of doing, uh, doing that. Um, Okay, uh, Roman, yeah, yeah. okay, so Peter's asking, yes, um, Peter, these, um, these are happening every Monday, right, at three o'clock um, Australian West Standard Time, so um, you're in Sydney, so you're three hours up front, so it's six o'clock your time. Um, I'm going to have these pretty much until the end of July, and then we'll see after that, so every Monday. Um, if you do have um, anything that you'd like to know or you want uh, you want me to present about, um, flick me an email, paul at paulduncan.com.au, and uh, I'll put that into a bit of the presentation. I'll, uh, I'll get a bit of information together and present that. So if you're struggling in any way, whether that's lead generation or whether it's conversions or, you know, just, um, you know, like um, I've just uh, did a bit of a, a drip campaign for somebody that's sitting at home at the moment and the question was, how do I keep in contact with my database? Okay. Um, so yes, it's been sending emails, but uh, we've now got what's called a drip campaign, which has taken them through a little bit of a journey um, with a with a with a sequence of, of emails that have uh, been pre-recorded, pre-scheduled out. That'll keep on going, and all they need to do is to put people into that drip campaign, and it'll take them through that journey um, to give them valuable information, but also a little bit of a call of action as well in case they need some help. So. Um, 
yeah, if you if you do need some help in other way, feel free to to reach out, flick me an email, and uh, I'll uh, I'll put that into a little bit of a presentation going forward on one of these Monday free group coaching sessions. Uh, so any other questions? Uh, no, that's probably about it. Okay, guys. Well, look, um, I'll. Uh, I'll uh, stop it there because uh, we're, we're getting on to a little bit of the hour now. So, um, guys, thanks for joining me today. Um, I've made it a little bit quick and gone through this presentation very, very quickly. So if you do need any more information, feel free to reach out. Um, I suggest you book a call if you haven't already done, done so and um, we can catch up for an hour and discuss your personal and uh, specific um, issues and challenges to your business. Um, and if you've if you need any tools and resources or anything else, then uh, let me know. Um, I've also got, I will um, add a little bit, uh, this thing as well, which is what's called the conversion equation evaluator. Okay, I'll add this as a bit of a download for it. Okay, this is where you can evaluate your own marketing. Okay, so um, I suggest you give it to somebody that you um, you know but don't know too quick. That's going to give you some constructive criticism about your uh, your marketing on the on the four points that we've spoken about today. So interrupt, engage, educate, and then down the offer. Okay, so they'll just evaluate the marketing. You might just send this out to a friend of yours and say, look, right, um, I wonder if you can do me a favour. Can you have a look at my website and just fill this um, evaluation form out for me and get it back to me? Um, I've, um, you know, and then you'll you'll get a, an overall um, pretty much um, uh, uh, sort of uh, evaluation tool from it, a percentage right back when you add them all up, up the top, then you can have a look at where your your marketing is going from a different point of view. Right? It could be ma maybe one of your prospects, could be a client that you ask to get done. But what it's going to do is it's going to give you an opportunity to actually concentrate on a couple of these issues to help you start converting with the marketing that you're doing right now. So that's a little bit of a conversion evaluator that I've got uh, going. Um, I'll add the link to the, um, to the replay of this so you can uh, click on that and download it. But uh, as I said before, um, if, you, if you want to catch up, if you want to do... Um, um, uh, pretty much uh, the, the business advisory session, feel free to um, book a call and uh, we'll be able to catch up. So guys, thanks for joining me and um, look forward to catching up next week. Take care. See ya. You have been listening to The Edge, recipe for business success podcast with Paul Duncan. Using Paul's CEC Marketing Equation formula guarantees to transform and grow your business to a level that others only dream about. Check it out at paulduncan.com.au and join our Facebook group, The Edge, Recipe for Success. Until next time, happy cooking and to your success.